They said it was forbidden. They said it was dangerous. They were right. Introducing the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual. Dive into the arcane, into the hidden corners of the occult. This isn't just a comic. It's a hidden tome of supernatural power. All original artwork illustrating the groundbreaking research of Juan Ayala, one of the only living homunculologists of our time. Learn how to summon your own homunculus, an enigma wrapped in the fabric of reality itself, their power at your fingertips, their existence, your secret. Explore the mysteries of the Aristotelian, the spiritual, the Paracelsian, the Crowleyan homunculus, ancient knowledge lost to time, now unearthed in this forbidden tale. This comic book holds truths not meant for the light of day, knowledge that was buried, feared, and shunned. Are you ready to uncover the hidden, the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual, not for the faint of heart, available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today. episode of the one-on-one podcast i believe this is the first solo episode i ever do on this show so i think i think it is yeah so make sure to subscribe to all the shows the one-on-one podcast the one hour and strange ones make sure to follow me on social media at the one-on-one podcast on instagram the one-on-one podcast on youtube and also check out the website, the101podcast.com. You can reach out to me on there if you want to come on the show, if you want me to talk about something, whatever it is. And so today, I had something planned. But I started going down this rabbit hole. And I'm trying to connect everything together. So we'll see how that goes. I know there's a lot of craziness going on in the world right now with... COVID, the elections, and a lot of uncertainty as we quickly approach the end of the year that has been 2020. It's definitely been a a handful for a lot of people. Good for some, bad for others. And at the end of the day, it's, it's all about the richer getting richer, the poorer getting poorer. And I, I don't know if COVID was a power grab or, or a political weapon or a bioweapon or whatever it is, but it wouldn't be out of the norm for the government to pull a fast one on its people. It's it it's and not just the government, but the, the, the world elites, the globalists, whatever you want to call them, the reptilian overlords, the archons. The greys, the aliens, the interdimensional beings that control the simulation. It wouldn't be out of the norm. I mean, we've caught the government doing shady shit before. If you want to believe we landed on the moon. If you don't want to believe that. But at the end of the day, we're only being... We only see what they're feeding us. We don't see past that unless you really look into all these sort of things and are on another frequency because there's a lot of people who don't who don't have time or don't feel the need to look into certain things such as ancient history or or conspiracy theories or whatever it is that that you want to call it some people just live their lives they don't have time to be thinking about this shit they don't have time to be thinking about if there are other dimensions or who the Nomos were that visited the the Dogon tribe and 
how they came from another star cluster and star system. None of that shit. A lot of people don't want to think about that. But guess what? I love it all. And I think about it all the time. And today I wanted to talk about originally uh, on the one hour last week, I talked a little bit about Saturn worship and the connections there between Satan, Saturn, Moloch, Kronos, and how he is the Demiurge and talked about the Gnostics a little bit. And today I want to kind of continue that. I started going down that rabbit hole. And obviously, if you haven't checked out episode two with Nick Hinton, we talk about the Saturn time cube simulation argument where, again, Saturn is the Demiurge controlling this simulation through through some sort of means through it could be through cymatics where Plato talked about this, where sound and the arts and these things that we come up with talk to the soul on a different level. It really goes down to the core of people. And that's why in Plato's The Republic, he wanted to ban certain arts, wanted to ban, wanted to ban actors wanted to ban certain music, certain frequencies, because he truly believed, again, and this is, I'm sure that he was part of the elite, and they, even back then, they were trying to control and assert their control over the people. Just how when Moses and the Exodus and everything was happening, he they needed some sort of control, right? So that's when the Ten Commandments came into play, and it's all basic, basic, basic rules, nothing out of the ordinary, nothing too crazy, just something where in a society, people are able to operate, right? Don't kill anybody, be a good neighbor, love your mom and your dad, just simple shit. Because there, there can't ever just be peace in a system, there's always going to be chaos there's always going to be something to throw something out of equilibrium in a system it's the second law of thermodynamics it's always going there's always going to something imagine how crazy it would be in a society where everything was just 100 percent a-okay all the time and the more i see the where we're headed as a society as far as when it comes to these we're in a technocracy right now. We're headed in a, to a world where YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all these companies, which some are all, they're probably all the same. They're all owned by the same people. It's the people whose names you don't know about that you have to worry. And just this past week, the government said they're trying to sue Facebook to split up they 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 want to they're they're saying that they're monopolizing which at the end of the day i mean it's all that's why i don't vote that's why at the end of the day it's all live action role playing and these people are just putting on a show all oh, that's all politics is it's putting on a show and if voting really mattered they would make it illegal if it really did matter at the end of the day, these people just, again, play on people's feelings. You see it as as they, they gather a cult-like following certain figures. And we go back to ancient Egyptian times where they thought the gods were on earth. Pharaohs to them, their rulers to them were gods on earth. They believe that their statues were the actual deity themselves. And there's arguments where that's why you see their faces broken or their arms broken off because they truly believed in that those figures, those statues were the gods. The Bible talks about this where it talks about false idols, how they need to be carried around. Well, back then the pagans would do these these rituals where they would have 
they would invoke demons upon objects it was a statue or not and they would speak prophecies to them we see that with the knights templar with baphomet and they were they supposedly had the head of john the baptist and there's ancient egyptian beliefs that if you have the head of a prophet it can prophesize to you and tell you things and all this connects because to me personally i feel this is the way that these ancient civilization and these ancient cultures were able to tap into these akashic records and were able to it was the original cloud they were able to tap into the cloud some some way or another they were able to reach some sort of frequency and tap into that to get knowledge that otherwise they wouldn't know about now if you want to believe that it's aliens i feel that there is there maybe perhaps is two sides of the story when it comes to this i believe there might be a group of actual physical beings maybe if they're interdimensional or not and then you have the metaphysical beings that or maybe no, no, I'm. Uh, they're the same. Fuck it, they're the same. The ones that can transcend different dimensions, or they're they're all in. They're all they're all the same. What am I saying, right? But that's how I feel that these ancient civilizations they were. They had a connection to the world and to the earth, and to the stars and. They were, I believe that language has been suppressed. We've been, as a society, this control through phones, through computers, through all these screens, light, right? Light pollution. Like this week, I was trying to just, I wanted to just disconnect. And I, and I, I should probably go do a a float. Because I, I just literally, I laid down on my couch, took my glasses off and just laid there. Trying not to look at a screen or or anything. Because no matter where you go, you're on a fucking screen. Always. If you go, if you put your GPS on, guess what? You have to be looking at your screen to take you where it's at. If you're watching a TV or, or, a, com- or a show on your computer, you're staring at a screen. If you're watching YouTube videos on your phone you're staring at a, at a screen a hundred percent back then they didn't have that back then they were able to connect to the world and imagine being a group somewhere out in the mountains somewhere somewhere remote and just looking up and just seeing all those stars you would probably feel connection to them and that's why that's why I think maybe since the beginning of time, we've always thought about these these gods or whatever coming from from somewhere other than this earth, coming from beyond that, from space, from from wherever. Interestingly enough, I've talked about the Gnostics a lot on the show. They associate every single celestial body well with a different demon but every orbit was its own dimension and i just can't help but wonder if nasa or all these people and involved in space know about this know that maybe sending things out they transcend to other dimensions because Again, we're being led by the establishment. We're being led by these conglomerates, right? We're being led by some other people. And at the end of the day, I can't confirm for you if that's real. And that's why a lot of people say, oh, well, the earth is flat. I don't think the earth is flat. I don't subscribe to that idea. I'm open to it. If you're able to give me solid evidence, 
that it is, and so be it. But I don't believe it is flat. A lot of people, a lot of people do, and the problem with that is these old maps, right? These old beliefs that we live in, in, in a dome, and back then the 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 maps that show. I mean, for the longest time, people really truly did believe that you could sail off the the edge of the of the world, and maybe perhaps at that time, since everybody believed that. It was true, right? Because the law of attraction, I, I do believe that the human mind is a powerful thing. Human consciousness is a, is a very powerful thing. And I do believe we have some control over this simulation right through our thoughts. And maybe perhaps that's why back then they believed that. Because it truly was that. It was flat to them. So if enough people believed it, then it became true. Then obviously things changed. And we have the model today, the, the, the round earth model today. And I'm going to be doing an episode this week on flat earth with David Wace. And we'll see what comes of that. I've, I did one with Mark Sargent. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm here to listen to whoever wants to I'm not I'm not here to debate anybody. I encourage everybody to go out and do and, and make their own assumptions, do their own research, make their own connections and not be guided by what one person says alone. Right because that's that's all it is at the science. It's just a bunch of guessing and they just so happen to put things together to Right, they get two, two, two things, they put it together, they made, oh, well, we know the formula. It's the same thing as alchemy, right? They just, different elements and different things, different ingredients, put it together. It's like, what blows my mind with all this, how misled we are. They can literally map out our galaxy, but they can't come up with, with the cure to cancer, or the cure to coronavirus, or the cure to this or that, because... They will assert their power or, or or abilities or whatever it is where they want. They, they'll dedicate their energy to what they want. And again, as long as you believe you're in in control, that's fine. They'll let you they'll let you think you're in control to, to a certain extent. And I think maybe perhaps this whole COVID thing was was a test in order to see how far they could push the boundaries on control over society. Well, let's lock them down. Let's keep telling them two weeks. And then two weeks turns into a month. And then a month turns into two months. And then two months turn into ten months. And then... Let's just sprinkle in two more weeks after. See how far we can push it. See how far we can get away with it. But obviously there is something going around. If it's real or not. If it's a government weapon or not. Then that's up for debate. And that's what fucks with me. And I believe that's what's fucking with everybody mentally. That you have this. This for a back of, for a lack of a better word a metaphysical entity coronavirus that you don't know where it's at it can creep up on you at any minute when you have it you maybe don't even know you have it that reminds me of what like a religion right there's always something watching you making sure you take and make the right decisions at all times. And if you don't follow it, you will die. If you get this, you will die. If you are not a good person in this life and you kill somebody or you sin or whatever, you're going to hell and you're going to die forever. And you're gonna... So maybe COVID is the new religion. 
that's gonna be the the episode title COVID-19 the new religion because it's it's like the center of our lives now wherever you go it's fucking weird to shake people's hands it's fucking weird to see people's faces because they need to wear a mask if you cough in public you might as well just shit your pants because it'd be better to shit your pants and cough in public right now from the looks that you're going to get from people. Right? Like the other day I was at home and I vape all the fucking time and whatever. But I had like a coughing, <laughs> a coughing episode. And I was like, oh, dear God, not me, not now, please. thought I had it. Right, because that's that'll fuck with people too. I can't imagine what are the call people who who have like a fear of germs. Can't think of the name. But can you imagine those people what they're going through? That before all this they were like super germophobic. And now that you know that there's something out there, it's like, oh, okay. But I don't like to test the limits on things. I don't like to how they say don't don't test god don't don't test the universe don't do that i believe in that and maybe that's my indoctrination of growing up all those years as a pentecostal christian but that's my take on it and i don't again if you've lost somebody to covid i'm not saying it's fake don't get me wrong i'm not saying that i'm not saying it's fake i'm not saying it's 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 make believe and that there's nothing. I do truly believe that there is something now what it is that I don't know. But I've been like I've witnessed. Like the hospitals are supposed to help people and shit kill people faster. That's 100 percent. I mean, they did it even before all this came through, because at the end of the day, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's all a guessing game. You know what I mean? Like how with, with space and all this and, and, and quantum physics and all these theories and hypothesis, all this is just all a game. That's why I believe we're in a fucking simulation because people, consciousness doesn't even understand consciousness. It doesn't even understand itself. And then you're going to tell me that the homo sapien is a million years old or whatever the latest finding is because they keep just digging things up. Well, time is a human construct. We don't even know if, how would you know? Like today, uh, an, an article that I read, a computer that can compute 2.6 billion years in like four minutes or some shit like that. What? You can figure that out, but then you can't figure solving the world's problems. The more I look into it, the more I do believe that this is some sick simulation created by the Demiurge to just watch us squirm and try and figure our way out. But anyways, back to the main topic of the show Please excuse that rant. There are many more where that came from. So, yeah. So, I started looking into the whole Saturn and CERN and the cube and all that shit. And then I stumbled across something that I was like, what the fuck is this? So, it was a wormhole. I think I have like 25 tabs open and I'm just trying to find the connection that I know is there it's there somewhere now where is it I don't know but we're going to try and do that now so last I think it was last week or the week before one of these times I've been talking about all this shit so with the whole status of the world and how we are right now a lot of people think it's the end end of times whatever you got the vaccine coming out that's might maybe give you Bell's palsy, might not, who the fuck knows. But as humans, we've always wondered when does the end come? When does it when will it be here? Right? That's the first thing 
that I believe that we 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 thought about since the beginning or or not not that maybe where we came from right but it brings me back it brings me back to to the gospel of thomas where this is one of my favorite favorite quotes ever and again it's a non-canonical text so it's a gnostic text the disciples said to jesus tell us how our end will be Jesus said, Have you discovered then the beginning that you look for the end? For where the beginning is, there will the end be. Blessed is he who will take this place in the beginning. He will know the end and will not experience death. So the the main things that I believe we've been concerned with as far as as when it comes to humanity is, yeah, how it's going to end, and then obviously where we came from, because that's that's the main pursuit of everything. What is consciousness? Where did we come from? Who made us? Did we come from a fucking monkey? Did we not? Did we? All these things, right? And we're probably never gonna fucking know. We're never gonna know. Maybe. They come up with some sort of technology, I don't know, right? Time travel technology to go back in time and see where it all went down. Imagine if like once you pull up and you went back in time, you see them like actually like cloning us, right? The Anunnaki actually cloning us. And one of the conspiracy theories was always right. Like, oh, the Anunnaki came from Nibiru and shit and they cloned us and they genetically modified us to actually be their slaves. That would be wild. That would be very wild. But even Darwin, with his theory of evolution, he even wrote a book about this, about how he had visions about the origins of everything. And who knows if maybe he wasn't to the occult. But again, it goes back to that Kashuk Records, to that cloud, the original cloud with the 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 answers to everything i believe that's why these people worship otherworldly entities they want to be in touch they they have the the modern all these modern day towers of babel where they want to find the higgs boson and they want to have their own sun like the chinese they came up with some fusion reactor that's I don't know how many times hotter than the surface of the sun. And then you have CERN, which I've obviously talked about on here, where they want to reach into other dimensions and just funky shit that maybe we shouldn't, or I'm sorry, we shouldn't be fucking with, right? And how they want to be gods. But the Gnostics, I mean, to play devil's advocate, I mean, that's what the Gnostics believed, right? That we are our own gods, that we can achieve divinity through gnosis, through knowledge of the sacred. You're able to transcend the dimensions and to go up into the upper eons. They surely did believe that. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. Maybe. And the reptilians, the archons, are the ones holding us back. But... When it comes to their occult symbolism, that's that's what gets me with these people. And the whole, you know, child sacrifice and all that bullshit, if you want to believe in that. Which, what I tell people is, rather you want to believe in the satanic worship of things, you can't deny the fact that there is a trafficking problem and that's not a fucking conspiracy that's actual real life that happens in real life people do go missing and they get trafficked and sexually abused and stuff like that now the whole QAnon stuff of their all satanic pedophiles that's that's the conspiracy that they're drinking their blood and stuff like that which again there might be you, you don't really ever know expect the unexpected 
and it's 2020 so it wouldn't be out of the norm and i'm sure that people again through these ancient mystery schools and through these ancient beliefs that they can tap into some certain type of energy or entity through these occultic rituals and they truly believe they can achieve otherworldly powers that's what it comes down to uh, you have the bohemian grove where they're like literally worshiping an owl that looks like moloch what's associated with moloch and they're doing this this effigy right burning man too it's the same shit it's all a, a ritual but they have pseudo sacrifices but behind closed doors you don't know what happens i mean some fucked up shit happens behind closed doors sometimes and that's what you got to worry about what they do behind closed doors that they don't do in front of you know it's just the 1% what they do imagine the the freaky shit that Jeff Bezos is into or Elon Musk all these world elites or Bill Gates right i can't imagine but when you're that rich and you can do whatever the fuck you want you got to be into some weird kinky shit there's no there's no way around it you just have to Right. But anyways, so the end and obviously we've everybody knows about that mainstream conspiracy theory that the world is going to end in 2012. First, it was the year 2000. Before that, it was I don't know when, but it seems that every so often. Somebody predicts the ending. Right. So and so predicted the ending. So and so did this. Obviously, we're still here, or did the world really end in 2012, and we're in some other realm? Maybe. But there's a new date now, and I'm not trying to fear monger or anything like that, but just I was looking into this, and it just led me down this rabbit hole. But the Aztecs, they their calendar points to 2027. Now... I went down that rabbit hole and then I came across Quetzalcoatl, which is the deity in in Aztec culture. And his name comes from the Nahuatl language, if I'm saying that right or wrong, I don't know. And it means precious serpent or Quetzal feathered serpent. Now... That image of a feathered serpent, I, I, it makes me think of Yaldabaoth and the Demiurge with the Gnostics and that correlation. And then obviously you have the serpent eating its tail, the Ouroboros, the Endless Cycle, Samsara, Reincarnation. And that's what the Demiurge is using to keep us in this endless cycle. Every time you die, you're reborn, you're reincarnated. You go back again to the grind of this suppressed life, this suppressed spiritual life, I guess you could call it, where they they don't want you to go up. Right? They don't want you to. That's what I believe they're using all this technology for. Back then, monks lived underground for days at a time, months at a time, and they would have these, they would meditate and they would have these crazy hallucinations if you want to call them they were just from their own bodies maybe they were just driving themselves insane because back then people again they survived together as a community that's why a lot of these shows that you see on tv of people surviving alone they don't really make it that long because they're alone and you're the again the mind is a powerful thing when you're out in the woods somewhere you start to hear shit you start to see shit you start to hallucinate because again if you start believing it's there it's going to creep up on you it's like when you're in a in, in a, a a tank floating your ability to manifest is times 20 because you you're not focused on everything else it's just you and your mind there all your other senses that's literally sensory deprivation you're suppressing the other senses and just how like when a person goes blind, their hearing gets better. And when their hearing goes bad, their their eyesight gets better. You know how, how how that works, right? So that's why I believe that when you're in there, everything is 
times 20 and, and it just it can be a psychedelic experience in its own and it's a form of meditation and a form of of you can reflect in there self-reflection and you can use it for again it's, it's therapeutic so when i think about quetzalcoatl and and there's other correlations with this character in history and it hints at again the anunnaki or maybe the atlanteans or something where there was this worldwide network of an advanced civilization or there was this race of aliens on earth that were stationed in different parts of the world doing different things because or it might be the same brothers that would go around the world establishing civilizations because you if you go around all over the world you see the same correlations between all these ancient civilizations mesoamerica ancient mesopotamia everywhere around the world you can you can find something it's just like the i believe it's pillar 52 of go 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 beckley tepe whatever however you say it where they have the man bag the purse and i posted memes about it where it's like what's in the bag well maybe it's the seeds of of civilization of humanity because all these major figures and all these ancient civilizations have that same bag so was it some other worldly technology who the fuck knows right we're never gonna know and that's why it makes you want to like look into it even more and it i love this type of stuff because it really makes you think if you could go back in time and see what was fucking happening who these figures were if they were if they were, if they were even real right if they were even real because you have figures like plato fucking talking to himself all the time what if aristotle wasn't even real or what if plato wasn't even real Whatever, it's all just made up, right? But again, it, it, you see the connection between all these civilizations. And even though every different civilization has or people have their own narrative fallacy in order to be able to tell their story of, where they came from and they want to make all these epics and all these crazy stories through oral tradition or through their scriptures there's got to be even if it's exaggerated some seed of truth in those stories the bigger picture behind those stories so all these epics and all these things that we read about in the Bible, in the Mahabharata, and, and any text, any ancient text, my, a lot of it could be, is exaggerated. And I'm just thinking right now how somebody told me like to focus on, on what you can prove on the real, on, on something that's not a conspiracy theory. Well, at the end of the day... What the fuck isn't a conspiracy theory? If you, if you either believe in something or you don't, either you have something physically, right? Either, either you have some sort of information that is actual physical numbers that you can see, or you don't, right? Either, and I hate to keep in this up, either you believe in COVID or you don't, right? That that's arguable for certain people, but when you do your taxes, I mean that's those are your taxes. Those are the numbers. That's what's on there. That's that's the actual thing. You know, at the end of the year, they paid you X amount of money. That's not make believe. That happened, right? But things like of whether Plato was real or Aristotle was real, those are things that are up for argument. So I feel that these stories shouldn't be taken lightly, just because, again, you, you the the bigger picture you don't you don't believe in it or whatever it is, and. 
that's why I do believe that maybe there was some advanced civilization. That's why all the pyramids look similar to each other. And they had just reinterpretations of one another and varied slightly throughout the times of when they went to establish in that part of the world. And Quetzalcoatl, some people relate him to Jesus Christ. And I know that's a very, that's very controversial, but I mean, something I talk about all the time, what happened to Jesus all those years that he was missing? Well, I don't know, maybe, perhaps, he traveled the world and established in other places his image, right, of he was either a Krishna or a Buddha or a Quetzalcoatl or whatever. And maybe Jesus was an alien, right? From another dimension or whatever. And just how Prometheus hints at the movie Prometheus hints at that. That he came here. He was sent down here to teach us to turn it all around, right? Just how we see in all these different conspiracy theories about hollow earth and and the the Ashtar Galactic Command, where they 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 all have the same message. They all have the same message. It's don't fucking blow yourselves up, right? Give up the nuclear weapons. Give up the atom bomb. Give up whatever because it's dangerous. And. Yeah, so I believe that that maybe these figures all throughout history, if they weren't aliens or whatever, they they were definitely tapping into something that's otherworldly, and that's what that that's what's alien—the thought of it, of it being different, maybe not actual aliens. Because as I read into these things and I look into it. Everybody says, oh, well, the aliens built the pyramids. But I've learned to look at it from a def- a different skeptical point of view where it's like, okay, maybe there is aliens. But with my, con- and I try to beat off my confirmation bias because I love the idea. But maybe there's another explanation. But then I, you know, I, I teeter totter back and forth between that. We're trying to find the, 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 the logical explanation that you can actual physical proof tell that's what that is. And then the other stuff that's just metaphysical and just beliefs and feelings. And you know what I mean? I try to stay in between those lines of, of the logical. And if maybe you don't have proof or you can't prove it, then guess what? I mean, that's your stance. I, I reserve my right to change my mind any other time. Later on down the road. So. We don't even know where. The Aztec people came from. And everybody talks about the mines and all that and how they disappeared. And I believe that they were able to tap into some other vibrational frequency. And able to transcend into some other dimension as a whole as a whole people and again Nikola Tesla talked about this about how everything is vibrations and the world is is if you start looking at the at the metaphysical these figures like this that I believe had other knowledge from other civilizations were the ones that they're always the people that got wiped out they always get silenced for whatever reason because again, the establishment, the reptilians, whoever it is, the the powers that be want to suppress this sort of information and keep us locked down because maybe they do feed off our energy through right lower, uh, higher vibrational and lower vibrational beings and they feed off your energy and maybe we already are the batteries in the matrix where the AI, the system, 
the those other beings, those other entities are mining our energies, right? So the Mesoamerican god Quetzalcoatl and his twin brother came into being through virgin birth to the goddess Coetlis. Right? I hope that's how you say it. And again, we always see these and he had a twin brother. We always see this dualistic aspect to all these gods. You have Horus and Set and the Immaculate Conception there. And then you have the, the baby where he was later reincarnated. She was able to, to give birth to the Horus. Right? You have Osiris, Horus, and Set. You have... Quetzalcoatl and his brother, duality there, and you have Enlil and Enki. Again, all these correlations between all these people, and and it's always they're always sons to a higher god. They're always sons to Rhea. You have El for the Anunnaki. You have. For, for the Egyptians, like I can't really think of it right now, but you have you know Zeus, Jupiter, Chronos, Saturn. You have these sons of these other gods. Uranus, I believe, was the. It's, it's so many mythologies and and stories that I get them all mixed up. But interestingly enough, in the Gospel of Thomas, Jesus says something, and this is why it was left out. I, when when it comes to the canonical and non-canonical, he says Jesus said, "When you see one who was not born of woman, prostrate yourselves on your faces and worship him. That one is your father, not prostate." Okay, so what the fuck does that mean? Because Jesus was born of a woman, so. Oof. Is that hint at maybe some other worldly entity? Because, I mean, the, the, the Gnostic Jesus was fucking wild. He was he was a different Jesus. Let's just say he was a different Jesus. The disciples hated him. Judas was his best friend. They couldn't have that in the official narrative. They just couldn't. And it just comes to show you that it's... They, they're going to show you whatever they want you to believe. And there are other alternatives. And I've talked about on, on the Juan Hour the, uh, the inverted symbolism throughout all of history. There's arguments that the Mormons, how I mentioned earlier, feel like Christ resurrected in Mesoamerica in the 10th century to continue his work as Quetzalcoatl the man. There's arguments to that saying that they don't believe that. There's other arguments saying that they do. If that's true or not, I don't know. That's just how the what they say about the Scientologists believing in Xenu or whatever. So they're in the Galactic Federation and all this bullshit. So when did Quetzalcoatl come into being? The earliest known recording of the feathered serpent is depicted on Stella 19 at the Olmec site on La Venta built in 900 BC. At this time, the feathered serpent was just that, a feathered serpent. Trade routes spread the popularity of this deity across Mesoamerica. Each culture took the original myth and transformed it to suit their own culture. It was the Maya who rendered him in human form. So, again, what I've, what I've said, they all different people take and interpret things how they want. Just how the, the early Christians, they had their own depictions of how everything was. And to the victor, the spoils, the main people get to decide what is history, his story. So Quetzalcoatl's astrological connection. John Major Jenkins, he said this about the, the, the his, his connection. The Toltec pantheon that represented the Zenith cosmology was Quetzalcoatl, whose earliest astronomical association is the Pleiades. The Pleiades were known as the serpent's rattle, 
and the flight of the Pleiades in alignment with the Zenith sun evoked the image of a flying serpent. And that's Mayan Cos uh, Cosmogenesis 2012. Huh. The Pleiades. It's an open star cluster of hot blue stars in the constellation of Taurus. I'm a Taurus. Interesting. They are the nearest star cluster to the Earth. You can see them with the naked eye during the winter in the northern hemisphere. And the thing about the reptilians is that they use and 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 the Pleiades, there, there's there's the the myths throughout all of civilizations that revolve around that but subaru right again the symbolism you have to pay attention to the symbolism when it comes to these motherfuckers because they're not that bright right subaru is the japanese name for the Pelides star cluster and on their logo they have the fucking seven stars or the seven sisters why would they, you know what I mean? Like, again, this is why these people, they're connected to, they, 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 they've studied the stars. They've studied all this. They know the underlying meanings and the occult meanings of all these things. And so again, the nine brightest stars of the Pelides are named for the seven sisters of Greek mythology Sterope, Merope, Electra, Maya, Degeta, Selenio, or Seleono, and I'm not even going to try and pronounce the, the, the last name. I'm so bad with names. But, but anyways, yeah, so that's, that's in the Greek mythology. And so we have this symbol in the mainstream car manufacturer. Again, it, it all comes back down to sigil magic. And the connection between Quetzalcoatl and for those that don't know about the Palladians, it's pretty much, it's this conspiracy theory again, it's got to do with the Anunnaki, that's why I'm talking about all this, that off-world beings from the Palladian star cluster are distant cousins to humans and that they came down here to try and help us. Right. It's also with you can relate that to the Dogon tribe and how they had some people from the Sirius Star Cluster come down and some metal craft and try and help them. It, it all connects. Right. It, it all connects. So. Although the story varies between different Mesoamerican cultures, Quetzalcoatl was considered the god of the morning star and his twin brother, Zolodi, was the evening star, Venus. Quetzalcoatl was considered the inventor of books, the calendars, pre presenter of maize, so corn, and sometimes a symbol of death and resurrection. So there we go again. You can relate him to Thoth. You can relate him to Lucifer. You can relate him to Saturn. You can relate him to Kronos. My, the, what trips me up about all this is how the fuck do these ancient people know about all this like again go back to that how the how do they get this information right how were they able to all these connections or or, or maybe it's coincidence I, but i don't like to believe it is i believe it's something i believe it so quetzalcoatl was also related to the god of the wind the dawn uh merchants arts crafts he was the patron god of the aztec priesthood of learning and knowledge this god is also attributed with going with going to the underworld and creating mankind of the fifth world when fire and earthquakes destroyed humankind in the four previous worlds, according to the Aztec legend. This happened because these beings did not worship the gods. Most ancient stories of myths did not depict actual events or people. They mythologized hard to explain phenomenon using metaphors or symbols to make the greater meaning easier to understand. These myths were handed down generation after generation as a memorized story. So everything I've been saying that this, it's a narrative fallacy. At the end of the day, they just want to 
they want to explain where we came from and have this epic. And so we continue here. Quetzalcoatl was revered, was a revered God through Mesoamerican before throughout Mesoamerican before Cortez. He symbolizes the vital, the vital energy within us, our own God selves. The Maya were very aware of this energy. They symbolized it as their feathered serpent. So, again, we go back to this Gnostic belief that we are gods and we have a divine spark within ourselves. We're able to, again, achieve and, and tap into this divine spark. So why feathered? Feathers represent the freedom to go between worlds or the transcendence of the bonds of the flesh. Birds are the only animals that have freedom to maneuver between all the elements, air, earth, and for some, water as well. And Thoth also had the head of a, I forgot the name of the bird, but I mean, just weird correlation there. You have the wing disc as well. It's it, it all connects the, the, the wing disc. And Quetzalcoatl was also known as Cuckoo Klang. And there was one more. I can't think of the name right now because I'm just what I have pulled up isn't hasn't. But there's one more deity that they attributed to him. But again, to be Quetzalcoatl or Cuckoo Klan is to know the seven forces of chakras that govern our body, not only when they. Not only not only know them, but also use them, understand their legitimate, their intimate relationship with the with natural and cosmic laws. We must comprehend the long and short cycles and the solar laws that sustain our lives. We must know how to die and how to be born. And this is from the secrets of the Mayan science and religion. And so. Again, we we see this this worship of serpents again all throughout all of ancient civilization and probably for good reason because even in in india you have the nagas and how they were these these giant serpents and it, may, it again it goes back and makes me think about the reptilians maybe if there was there is a reptilian-esque <laughs> species or, or race of beings, right? And in Mesopotamia, you also have the worship of serpents. And, I mean, you can trace that all the way back to the divine feminine. or There's, there's correlations there because serpents don't need males in order to to reproduce and that's got again to do with immaculate conception i've talked about the on, on my other show about the the serpent and the eagle you have in the gnostic story of creation where yahweh and sophia appear to uh, in the Garden of Eden, Sophia as a serpent, and the reason that she wanted Adam and Eve to eat from the tree of of knowledge was to know that it was just a false reality created by all the Boath, and that's why the they said the serpent tempted Eve and tempted them to eat from the tree of knowledge to know where we came from and to know that it was just a false imprisonment. And that's why we were casted out because that angered Yahweh or Yadaboth because he didn't want us to know where we came from. He wanted to keep us under his control. So I mentioned about the end of times and how the fuck all this relates to, to each other. And 
Earlier I mentioned 2027 was the restart for the Aztecs in their in their calendar. Their I believe they call it the round the round something. I, it's not coming to mind. But in 2029 there is a an asteroid that's going to be coming near very very near i mean if you want to it's a probability of 2.7 percent that it's going to hit the earth which i guess to them is crazy close right like when they talk about oh we have an asteroid that's really near us it's like 300 million miles away from us and they're just sweating bullets but again the name of this asteroid though nine 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 four two Apophis is the name. And then obviously when I see names like this, I have to look into what it means. So when you look Apophis and you look up the name, he was an ancient Egyptian deity who embodied chaos. So they named a fucking asteroid after this guy. And he was the opponent of light, Mott. To order and truth. And he appears in the arts as a giant serpent. Huh. Right. Again, with the serpent. With the with, with the his brother was Ra, the sun god, and he was depicted as a serpent. In Ragnarok, so Nordic Nordic mythology mythology. Jormungard supposed to kickstart the Ragnarok and also he grew so big he was able to grasp his own tail the Ouroboros and they relate to him they relate him to Leviathan and when he releases his tail Ragnarok will begin so again what's up with all this fucking serpent symbolism and mythology and all these things I, I don't I don't know but again you got to pay attention to the symbolism because it's they know what's happening they 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 put it out there for a reason they put out movies have more tell more truth than actual people do and the symbolism behind it all but when I started looking into all this I was like man so what the fuck does it all mean? Maybe some people think Quetzalcoatl is also Satan. Right? They call him Morningstar or Lucifer. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. It's it's. But it's all very interesting as far as as how it all originates and comes together and why they would name these things certain certain names like that. That's what gets me. But maybe the Mayans got it right. And it was just a dyslexic Mayan who took 2012. And it was actually supposed to be 2021 because of the state of, of, of how everything has been as of lately. With all this un civil unrest. And and right, we're at the brinks of, of, of certain wars. If things really get pushed over the edge of it's really going to happen or if it's all just a fucking sick game or if it's something bigger a sick game by the demiurge controlling the simulation who the fuck knows but yeah that's that's about it for today and hopefully you guys enjoyed my rambling here and my my rants but it, it does go deeper and i might revisit this cuz it's it just it's a fucking rabbit hole and it i got into it last minute trying to decipher it all but i'll i'll just set the stage with that and hope maybe next week i'll come back and revisit it and structure everything and just connect everything again so see what happens make sure to follow me on social media at the 101 podcast on instagram on youtube the 101 podcast and shoot me an email the one on podcast at gmail.com if you want me to talk about something or want to be on the show, whatever it is. And again, 
As always, until next time.